on this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus. We are hanging out at the Orlando Solar Bears game. Moving in! Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. Keep your sticks on the ice, boys. It's Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Brendan, that is a very timely anecdote you just said there. I know. Because we're at the Orlando Solar Bears game tonight. And not just at the game in the nosebleeds. They put us right by the ice. They sure did. We we got one of those tables uh-huh. right next to the ice. L- yeah, we just had like pot roast beef. Yeah. <laughs> Pot roast beef. <laughs> we didn't, there was no pot. No pot. No pot in the, the roast. The pot beef. I had, I smoked. Pot roast. Yeah, yeah, pot roast. I don't yeah. know what it was. We, we had some food here at the Solar Bears game. But yeah. yeah, we're hanging out at the Solar Bears. We're going to watch them play the Kalamazoo Wings, Wings. tonight. Uh, I'm excited for this. I I love a good solar bear game. This is oh, the yeah. second one we've seen in like a week. I know we've been we've been uh, hanging out and going to solar yeah. bears games. And last last week we went into the Tom and Dan section, which uh-huh. is what one fifteen. One, one, no, one eighteen. One eighteen mm-hmm. is Tom and Dan's official section. You can go sit with all the fans. <laughs> oh, someone's chugging a beer right now for the camera. Oh, I could have I could have done whipped that. Whipped out, whipped out. He tried though, but the game hasn't officially started yet. Although by the time this airs on the radio, the game will be over. Yeah, but but get this, Brendan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I talked to the coach. Okay, I know. <laughs> We're talking to the coach. We're, I can't wait to hear all about it. And the, the coach is super handsome. I shared a photo of him when they hired him uh-huh. up on our Instagram. I might have to bring that back out. Why don't you go get something to eat? And how about I interview the coach? Oh, probably for the best. I don't want to make it weird. All right, I'm joined by head coach of the Solar Bears, Matt Karkner. Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. So tell me, uh, this is your first season as head coach of the Solar Bears. How's it going so far? Uh, so far, it's a work in progress, right? You get a new team, a new crop of players. You try to get to know their personalities to see what they can do on the ice, and you're trying to build them into a team. It's uh, It was a challenge, but it was definitely an exciting challenge for me so far. So we're kind of early in the season. I mean, we've had a few games here. How, mm-hmm. how are things looking right now, and, and what do you see for the future? So far, we're trending in the right direction. Uh, you know, the guys are starting to buy into our team play and our identity, and uh, we're starting to get some results. The results were, were not there early, which, you know, it happens with a new group but uh i like the way we're trending i was at the game on saturday night overtime uh goal victory Mm -hmm. that was a good game that was a great game and and i think that's those are the games that kind of uh change the momentum for you during a season um you know we played the right way from start to finish there's breakdowns obviously but florida is a great team they're a competitive team and we we found a way to win and we found a way to give ourselves the best chance to win throughout the entire game which was exciting speaking of florida the state of florida not the team uh of of the other team from florida uh what do you think so far is this the first time this is the first time you've really lived here in orlando oh yeah absolutely i came i think right at the end of august and it was was, was not a good time to come to florida it was hot it was very hot but uh, listen, I got out on the golf course. I got to see a little bit of the scenery, um, saw a couple gators. So that's new, definitely new. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy right now. We're 
We're in December now, and I haven't taken out a snow shovel or anything like that, so it's been wonderful. This is the best time to be in Florida. Starting now and going mm -hmm. through about April and May, this is when people live in Florida and like it here. Oh, absolutely. I, I can see why you fall in love with it down here. It's, you know, shorts and t-shirt weather right now in the in December. It's it's something that's totally foreign to me, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here for sure. Now, you're from Canada originally, right? Exactly, yeah. Grew up in Canada and played hockey there? That's right. I learned how to skate on my uh, pond. I was, uh, I was raised at a farm and and we had a little pond in the backyard and that's where i learned how to skate it was fun tell me about your your playing career oh geez i played 15 years pro um for you know the new york islanders ottawa senators san jose sharks uh and a lot of minor league teams i, I bounced around quite a bit but uh it was a, a heck of a career for me I'm, I'm proud of it i worked i worked very hard to to accomplish all the things i could uh and now on the coaching side i'm, I'm trying to do the same so I looked at some of your stats before we did the interview here. I feel like you had a lot of penalty minutes. Am I, am I wrong on that? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. It's, it was part of the game, and it still is part of the game. But uh, I definitely played a hard, physical, edgy game, and a lot of people uh, just wanted to drop the gloves with me, so I had to defend myself, and that, that was definitely part of it. <laughs> so so uh, we're, we're coming up. There's a big game here coming up on, called the Teddy Bear Toss. The game's not the Teddy Bear mm -hmm. Toss, but that's one of the fundraisers. Can you yep. tell me a little bit about that? No, it's going to be great. Uh, I believe, uh, you know, that first goal that you're you're going to see a lot of teddy bears flying from the stands onto the ice and it's going to a great cause and and uh it's always fun to see uh the guys going out after the goal picking up the teddies piling them into into big bags and and you know it's going to go to local hospitals for these kids in need so. and i think that game's on december 16th and and I, I assume you bring a teddy bear like you said they score the first goal you throw it on the ice and then there's hundreds if not thousands of teddy bears on have you seen this before i've seen it before yep yep i i like to be on the team that's doing it because when you're a visiting team <laughs> and you, you see those teddy bears coming in, it kind of deflates you a little bit. But for us, hometown, I, I'm excited to see those bears flying. All right, so last question. So tonight's game, Kalamazoo Wings, you're playing. It's Thursday night. Our show airs actually on Friday, so by, by the time people hear this, it's going to be over. But I want to get your prediction now, and then we'll see if it comes true tomorrow. What's going to happen tonight? Oh, we're going to come out hard. We're going to come out fast. We're going to dictate the play in the first 10 minutes. And I, I feel like if we get that first goal, we're going to carry that momentum through to a big victory. All right, go. Coach, thank you so much, thank and you. Uh, we'll be here on the 16th to see the teddy bear toss, and, and good luck tonight. Excellent. Thank you very much. Oh, that Matt. That's so interesting, he's, Coach he's, Matt. He's a, he's a good guy. He was yeah. good. He was very good to come by and, and chat with me. Uh, he, has, he has big predictions for this team, and, and we're going to see if they come true tonight. I hope they all do. I'm, you know, just watching them today in the warm-up when I was right up close. You were, your face was on the glass. I was fogging up the window. I'm <laughs> clearly in love with most of them. I, I have faith in, in them, these little athletes. I, we I have. like coming to Solar Bears games. You? Yeah. Well, we're Northerners, you know, so That's we got to come back. But they got a lot of games coming up, actually. We're, we're here on a Thursday night, but they got a really big game, as we mentioned earlier, December 16th, the Teddy Bear Toss. Uh -huh. you, can, you can bring a teddy bear and throw it on the ice. On the 16th. 16th. And, and then, then they have a bunch of games that week as well. But another big game is the Underwear Toss. Yeah, which is coming up on, I want to say. I think it's the 29th. I think he said the 29th, too. Yeah. And so um, that, that one, just like the Teddy Bear Toss, when they score... You're going to be able to throw clean underwear. Clean underwear. In packs. And it goes to, like, women's shelters. Uh, just shelters. I don't know if it's it's men's or women's, just homeless shelters. Oh, I, I, I don't know why I immediately pictured thongs. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know either, Brendan. But I, to be honest, I could probably use a pair for for my drag nights. Well, maybe they'll let you take a pair. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they got a game on the 16th, the 17th. Uh, oh, oh, I messed that up, Brendan. They got a game on the 16th. 
Uh -huh. but they, their next home game after that is the 22nd. And 22nd. then the 28th and the 29th. And we're going to be here with Tom and Dan in the section on the, the 16th. 16th. Yeah, so come hang out. Okay. Get tickets. I'll be here. And they got games fun. all next year, too. Come and hang out with us. If you see us, I want you to buy me a beer. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I double that. I, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Same for me. We want that double down. Same for me. What was your week like, John? Uh, I hung out with you. You were at my Thanksgiving Day holiday. Uh huh. And I hope you liked it. I loved it. I and I it. and I turned down your offer of leftovers just to be, you know, I was trying to be selfless. Should have taken some. I'll, it's all I thought about, like for the whole day after. I've been eating them since I, you left. <laughs> Is all the stuffing gone? Almost, yeah. Oh, Probably so by tonight, good. it's gone. So good. Yeah. You're, you know you're going to eat some when you get home. Too. Well, if there's any left, my wife might have finished oh. it off. That lady. And then we went to a Solar Bears game on Saturday uh -huh. and saw a movie. So, yeah, I've been a busy man. How about you? Uh, it's been good. I did bingo again, and, and I have to say, I feel like it's just getting really crazy busy. That's good. Yeah. You do drag bingo at Tactical Brewing at Tactical on Tuesday Brewing, nights. Which is generally a pretty straight place to hang out, you know. So uh, I, you, you you gay it up. I really do. <laughs> I really do. But it's funny to see, like, the good old boys come in for a pint now because they, they're hearing things like it's okay to be around me. Uh, <laughs> they're really, hearing wrong. <laughs> no, yeah. This really drunk conservative came by and uh, at the end of bingo, and he, and he thanked me. For being like not talking politics, just being fun to hang yeah. out at, and I yeah. was like, "Good cool, man, good, good." Yeah, we're all just people having fun. But you should go if, if you haven't been. Go see Brendan or, yeah. or Brenda, whatever you Brenda call yourself from there. Bithlo. Yeah, that's over what at they called me. Tactical Brewing in Baldwin Park. Yeah. Free, it's free, totally free. Yeah. We win great prizes. We give away like hundreds of dollars worth of prizes every week. Yeah. Most of it I pay for myself. Oh, you need to get some sponsors. I get the I get it back. You got to tip me for the final round, and all the tip money goes back in the oh, pot for prizes. Right. You yeah, should yeah. keep that for yourself, Brendan. Maybe the Solar Bears will let you I have some tickets. The prizes. That'd be great. Yeah. I might hit them up for that all at right. the end of this. And uh, and then I tried the new Urban Turban downtown. How was Indian that? Restaurant. Yeah, we talked about it very briefly last week because there wasn't a ton of news on it. We didn't know that. much about it. Indian restaurant. Uh -huh. Downtown. It opened in the old U-Roll sushi place at Pine and Magnolia. I think he was at Fusion Fest. I saw him serving up some food That's, there. I heard. Did you hear how many people went to Fusion Fest? I was there. I was one of them. They said 20,000 people. They said 20,000 went through the gate over the course of two days. So, I mean, oh, that's still a lot. Days. But, but yeah, that's still a great turnout. Was, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, Did it yeah. feel like that many people when you were uh, there? I mean, no, but I mean, I was there at like... I don't know, like right when it opened on Saturday. But it was, they it was full. volunteers, too, because it's nah. a hell of a lot of volunteers. Well, there's also a lot of performing yeah. folks that have kids, and so they all show up, it which all is works. great. Which Smart. is great. Smart for that headcount. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, fun. Yeah. It was a fun time. Uh, well, Urban Durban was good. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how much of it they're making themselves, to oh, be really? honest, but it was good. Like, even the samosas taste like, like what they sell at, like, Whole Foods, oh, okay. you know, the grab and go counter. All right, it was good though. You don't think you don't think he's rolling them in the back there? I don't think so. And I, I, I'll ask if I go back. It's open a little bit later. I can, that's good. I could see it being like a popular spot just to get a curry. You know, at the if if you've been drinking downtown, you need to eat something before going home. A little curry could hit the spot. That's true. So yeah, and then uh, oh, and then the new breakfast items at Swine and Sons. Oh, yeah, I went there for a little media thing. And while I was there, John, I met this person. She does 
Grilled Cheese Social. She's a she's like a, a big old influencer on the Instagrams. So people might follow so her. Wait, do, does she go to people's houses and make grilled cheeses? She do, has done that. That's All why right. it started with pop-ups. But now she's like a mommy blogger kind of. All right. And her husband's like an ex-pro surfer. And go they just ahead. go around and they, they do tours. and Of grilled that, cheeses? No, it's oh. beyond grilled cheese. <laughs> All right. But she's right. kept the name grilled cheese oh, social. I'm way back in the grilled cheese Yeah, days. forget it. Let Because you're hungry <laughs> still. And, then, and I met this guy who just won a gig with Yelp. And he's going to go across the country eating at taco restaurants. That sounds like a good gig. He can just, they'll pay him. They'll pay for the flights. They pay for the food, the hotel. He'll just, will pick spots across the country to go eat and highlight. This is why people, quote unquote, don't want to work because they can get awesome <laughs> jobs eating tacos around That's the country. Work. No, I know. That's but work. like, if you ever go to a restaurant, they're like, oh, nobody wants to work here. It's, it's, cause, <laughs> it's because all these people are going around eating tacos. Yeah, that's where I would be. Me too. I, I When he told me that, I was like, I probably would have left Bungalow. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if that was a full-time job? Just eating tacos? Around the country? That's that's a pretty good gig. That's an amazing. Uh, gig. Did he like win a raffle or did he like? I think he like almost like auditioned for it. All right, I, did, yeah, did he like, like eat a, a taco in front of a bunch of judges? And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I can do that. Like eyes wide shut. Uh huh. So you made that sound like. <laughs> Want to talk about news? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we doing okay? On We're time? doing okay. Oh, tons of time. Okay. Yeah, and if it gets a little loud in here, it's because the solar bears came on the ice. Yeah, yeah, um, they did. I get loud too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you hear about these eco tunnels that are were just tabled as a compromise for the split oak forest thing? A little bit. Tell me a little bit about that. What's the name? It's Osceola. Osceola is really pushing an agenda. So split oak is in Orange and Osceola. I think. Yeah. It, I think it kind of goes it's in both counties. Both. Yeah, yeah. And this is a park, uh, not a park. It's like a natural area yeah. in the southeast corner of Orange County. And Osceola County. And Orange County voters have voted to protect the preserve. Uh-huh. Osceola counties, not so much. They yes. want to put like a, a, a road. A road. They want a highway. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of development out that way. Yeah. It'd be like a 1.3 mile extension of the Osceola Parkway. Okay. Uh, and they just keep trying to push it forward, even though Orange County voters are like, you're not touching the preserve. Uh huh. So wait, they want to put a tunnel? And yeah, so the commissioner, Brandon Arrington, he just said, well, how about we put in these little tunnels, but they're not really tunnels. It'd be like wildlife corridor ladders that stretch over the highway. All right. Don't they have a lot of turtles out there? I feel like the turtles aren't going to be able to crawl over this tunnel. Turtles can't do it, but but it's good for like the larger things. All right. But that is definitely gopher tortoise habitat. Yes, it is. Which is probably why... The legislature's pushing to make them not protected like that anymore. Because mm, I know, like, they, they had voted, I want to say, like, 20, 30, 40 years ago that we weren't going to touch this. And then they're like, eh, maybe we are. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Oh, the lights just the lights went out. did just go down. I think it's about to get real loud. Uh-huh. That's okay. We'll keep doing our show. Okay. Solar bears are, are well, coming you on can the hear ice. Us we're all right, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red tide blooming. The Wait, are they levels. building this tunnel or not? Are they building what? The tunnel. We're, they're talking about okay. it. Okay. It's just put forth as a okay. maybe. All know? right. Yeah, get a little closer. All right, yeah, we got to get closer. I can hear you fine because I got okay. headphones on. I can't on. hear you. Red tide is blooming to toxic levels off in Fort Myers. That's no good. Not good. And we knew that. And, and scientists are all like arguing about what caused it. We know it's us. 
So like, what are, what are the other options? I don't know. Aliens, <laughs> right? Like, what do you? Global warming. It doesn't help. All of these things contribute. What we have to deal with is that it's happening, and that it's it's hurting fisheries, it's yeah. hurting tourism, right? And it's actually hurting people who live there. Oh yeah. And if you live in Fort Myers or that area, yes, it's outside of our coverage area, but I think it applies because you should probably stop eating food from that coast right now. And I I've never I've never seen it in person. I've never been to the beach when there's the red tide. But doesn't it like smell it really bad too? Yeah. And it can hurt you. It's uh-huh. toxic. Like in the air. They actually tell you to be switching out your air filters more in your house if you live near the coast That's because crazy. it's going to get gunked up. Ugh. I know. And that could easily transfer, you know, closer to Orlando. There's a boat rental market speaking of that. The boat rental market may have just been killed off. The boat rental market. Yeah. All right. I don't even like like so I don't like have to the buy industry, a boat. Industry like a renting boat. All right. I've never had to rent a boat before. Oh, you? Because well, you know people. No, no, because I don't have any desire to rent uh, a boat. We've rented a boat. All right. So wait, why is it going away? Is there like a Uber for boats? A new act, the Boating Safety Act, was just passed, and it requires. Boat rental groups. They call them, oh, I just spat. That's okay. Liveries. Liveries. Liveries, that's what you call it when they rent out boats. They're now required to carry insurance on the boat and the people driving them. Oh. It. And oh. now insurance companies in Florida are saying no. Like, we can't even insure houses. We're yeah. not going to insure people that no. can't drive boats. They literally said, no, we're not doing this. And so now people are just losing their insurance or they don't know what to do. And so it's it's a big issue right now. We don't know how it's going to pan out. I'll be honest, not a big issue to me because I don't rent boats. But no, it's not, <laughs> it's not about you though. It's about tourism and people coming to the. Ah, state. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you're from you're from the UK. Yeah. You come here. You want to go on the, a boat. All these deep sea fishing people who want to go out and just do their own thing, or they if you want a pleasure still, cruise, they can still go on a charter. You have to charter though. somebody else, ah, right? Versus right. doing it on your own. Okay, that's a market. Those are people who have a lot of money. Yeah, who are willing to rent those boats and do it. Just interesting. All right, you know, in in, in middle school, Brendan. We everybody in my middle school had to take a boater safety class, and ready. Yeah. So everybody had to take this class, uh-huh. and I I got my boater's license when I was like thirteen Man, years old. I would have rather have taken that class. I had to take parenting class <laughs> at thirteen because <laughs> it was so that you know childhood like, uh, pregnancies uh, rapping in my part of the town. Not, <laughs> nothing I was going to like, change. Like, you're going to go work in the mine yeah. and raise babies. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm boating. We had to learn how to sew, look after <laughs> what, eggs. What are you, a little house of the prayer? Yeah, yeah, everyone needed to learn that stuff. Wow. Yeah, so I have my boater's license. I don't know if it's still good. All right, I hope right. it is. I don't we know. should do it recertify. <laughs> Something we should all know just in case we have to flee from zombies. Red light return. That's the no. one thing I learned. John, I think we're out of time. Let's take a break. You want to take we'll a break? Watch the game. Okay, we're going to watch the game a little bit. We'll be right back. Okay. 
It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN in Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. Screening this week is The Menu, which looks at a couple who has traveled to a coastal island in the Pacific Northwest to eat at an exclusive restaurant where Ralph Fiennes has prepared a lavish tasting menu for some very special guests. As the night progresses, secrets are revealed, unexpected courses are served, and violence occurs. Science on Screen is back on Saturday, December 3rd with Particle Fever, which follows six brilliant scientists during the launch of the Large Hadron Hadron Collider, which marks the startup of the biggest and most expensive experiment in the history of the planet. Popcorn Flicks in the Park is on December 2. I wish we'll share a back-to-back screening of Mickey's A Christmas Carol and It's a Wonderful Life in Winter Park Central Park. The Polar Express will screen this Sunday, December 4th, and Home Alone will screen on Wednesday, December 7th. Go to nzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo! What's going on, John? How are you? I'm doing well. I should call you Bus. I mean, that goes with the show, you know. I, I get called Bus every yeah. now and then. I think, I think that's a pretty good name for you. The Bus. The Bus. Okay. Yeah. Just like The Ohio State, you got to call me The Bus. Right. It's, it's a good name. All right. We'll so- some shirts with that. The <laughs> bus. So, Mo, if somebody's in an accident... They might say, you know what, I, I want to settle this case because I want to do it quickly. How long does the case usually take? So it's always tough to say. You know, some cases take months, some cases take years. It just depends basically if you're going to have to go to court to get you know, paid fair compensation or if you can settle it you know, before going to court. Um, but ultimately, if you want to settle the case quickly, you know, you're usually going to be accepting pennies on the dollar. And the insurance company knows that. That's why the insurance company tries to delay. And that's why you have to fight them and push them to go to court to where that's really where you get your leverage as, a, as an attorney and as a plaintiff. So, yeah, sometimes you do have to wait to get the justice you deserve. But ultimately, in my opinion, I think it's worth it. So patience is worth it. Patience is worth it. And sometimes a virtue. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Soto Main Street will ring in the holidays this year with its annual Light Up Soto event on Sunday, December 4th, sponsored by Orlando Health. The family and pet-friendly event will run from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Soto Shopping Plaza in the heart of the Soto District. The event will feature plenty of fun activities like face painting, writing letters to Santa, stilt walkers, train rides, bounce houses, live performances, and a visit from Santa and Mrs. Claus. This year's official tree lighter will be Chief Eric Smith of the Orlando Police Department. Participating food trucks include Arepa Pela Orlando, Espresso Me, Kelly's Homemade Ice Cream, Maya Rosa, Nani's Minis, Oh My Dogs, and more. This year, the district is asking for a $5 donation upon entry to support their Main Street efforts. Go to SotoDistrict.org to find out more information. Whoa! 
Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdegger. And I secretly wanted my geography teacher to spin my globe, Brendan O'Connor from <laughs> Bungalower.com. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> you don't have to say nothing. Just bear witness. Right. Solar bear witness, because that's where we are tonight. We're we are. The solar bears. Hanging out the solar bears game uh, rinkside. We're down one. It's it's Kalamazoo's up a, up a point yeah. on us. 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one right now. Second period. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Lots of hockey left to play. Lots of hockey. But we got invited tonight, and we got killer seats. We, we're like right. We're basically th- playing. I'm... <laughs> If I like accidentally, whoa! Fall can over, you hear that? Whoa! We are we are like right next to the ice. These are fantastic seats, but uh, lots of games coming up. Big one I coming up, see. December sixteenth. Uh huh. They're gonna do the teddy bear toss. Teddy bear toss. You buy a teddy bear, you throw it on the ice. Yeah, and they donate the teddy bears to to kids. But generally, when you do these throwing things on the ice, if you hit a certain target, you can win a prize too. That, that's that's the chuck a puck. Yeah, don't they do that with? The I think teddy the teddy bear, bear talk. Maybe just I teddy don't know. Bears. Yeah, yeah, that's just it's for a good cause. Okay. But we're gonna probably be here that night because it's a Tom and Dan night. Do they still throw octopus on the ice? China? Uh, so in Detroit, they they're they, not supposed to because you get a delay a game now. Yeah. But I think they do. But they haven't been in the playoffs for a while. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah and then you were saying we'll be here on the 16th with Tom and Dan. Yeah, yeah. But there's out in section 118. Tons of other games coming up throughout this year and next year. Just go to. Just go to the web. Just Google Solar Bears. You'll find it. It's fun to come and see something a little bit different in town. The audience is always having a good time. Uh, You might catch a fight. Probably. Uh You you are most likely going to see a fight happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of fun. Even if you don't understand all of hockey, it's a good time here at the Solar Bears. You don't need to. Uh Uh-uh. And these the jumbotron stuff is, is so funny. <laughs> yeah, they've been drinking beers all night. I was a little distracted in the first segment of this show because I I just love watching it so much. I, it's it's a fun one. It's I a fun one. I also want to see if I get up there with a little microphone on my face. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, before the break, we were talking about all kinds of stuff, but we have tons of local news to get through. Yeah, so. and if you if we don't get through all of it, just go to bungalower.com. You can read it. But we're gonna try Thank to get through all much. of it. Yeah, and I have to say once again, people keep saying I I think we need to tell everybody every week john doesn't work for bungalow <laughs> wait what did john somebody send some hate mail no oh, okay just, people always approach you like hey i heard about this oh you should write about it and oh you have to talk. I, i've gotten that a few times yeah, i just i just forward it to you which is very nice uh-huh. but, but again you don't work for us you have a real job uh, that's true <laughs> <laughs> you have a real job thank you very much uh-huh mayor dyer disappointed a new director of sustainability all right yeah uh-huh. well, we lost the last one he moved to washington dc Sorry, did you guys hear that puck hit that glass a couple yeah, times? Yeah, we're right next to the ice, Brendan. Uh, so, yeah, the original one. Chris Castro. Left. Moved to D.C. Got a, Even though because he, he's a rap star. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to go off and do big things okay. in the big city. He's, I can't remember what he's doing now. I don't know what his title Chief is. Chief of Staff for the U.S. Department of Energy's Office of State and Community oh Energy Programs. Need to shorten that. Need an acronym for that and one. Never, <laughs> right? That's why they have so many acronyms in federal government, because they have to put everything in mm-hmm. there. But we got a new one. But he's not super new because he was there. He was there, wasn't he? Yeah, Michael Hess. He was the director of Orlando's Future Ready Initiative. And he actually created, we have like a future ready. Are we ready for the future or not? I think so. We'll I, feel be like more if ready. If, I feel like if that's your job, you should get to go to the future and see how <laughs> see things are working out. out. 
and then come back and tell I us. I agree. Maybe uh-huh. he came back to do it. Maybe. He, he was originally from the future. <laughs> he uh, he made the plan. It was ad- adopted. But now in this new position, he'll actually be able to make it happen. Oh, all which right. Which is interesting. Is it build a wall around Central Florida to keep all the water out when, when the ocean build a berm. bigger? Did you hear what the... Uh, <laughs> Florida Department of Environmental Protection is going to do no. in some areas of the coast. They're putting no. out these big uh, rubber water bladders. They're basically big rubber tubes to protect okay. the waves from hitting the dunes so hard. Oh, really? Yeah, so they'll hit the water bladder first instead of the dune, and then it won't erode as much is what they're thinking. All but right. Like, good luck. All right. I mean, I, I guess that's thinking outside the box. I guess, but I think you, I think we should just be investing in more oyster beds and call Maybe. it a day. Maybe. Yeah. Just to, or getting rid Maybe of the red tide. Maybe just give up. <laughs> or just, <laughs> just be like, you know what? No. Give up. No. Let's just never. move away from the coast. Never. It's crazy. Oh, that puck almost went all the way over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nancy Alvarez going to West. Yeah, so Nancy Alvarez. I don't really know her. I might have met her once or twice. And very nice her. woman, though. I've been on uh, News Night with her on on WUCF a few times. So you know her probably better than me, but she was a longtime anchor at uh, WFTV. I think 20 years there. Channel 9. Yeah. And she left last year kind of suddenly. I mean, I don't work there, so, I mean, maybe it wasn't sudden, but it was kind of a big deal when she said she wasn't working there no more. She was leaving, and she went to go work at the United yeah, Way. Heart of Florida United Way. As their, I don't know, spokesperson? Senior I don't know. No. Vice President of Community Relations. That's what, all right, that's what it was. So you'd see her around town and stuff, and 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 now she's going to work for WESH. And, and now that I, I've learned all this, uh-huh. I think I know, and yeah, I could she, be totally wrong, she took her year off because in television, you have, to. you have to take a year off you because of how your contracts are generally once I put you, that in the. I put that in my post. Yeah, once you yeah. leave a station, there's usually a contract that says you can't work anywhere in the same market for at least one year. And so her year oh. is up, and now she's going to work at Wesh. And uh, it's a little. I feel a little bad for her. To, I hope United Way knew. I'm, I'm sure, they, sure did. they did. I'm she sure probably. Like, we'll be happy to get you for a for year. A year yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it's an interesting move because if if you're if you're a, a she gets the noon to four slot too. Yeah, which she is gets like, to work. Perfect, because yes, you don't have to get up early. You don't have to work late. Yeah, yeah, it's like the best job. But two things, Brendan. First, let's go back a few years. Sorry, let's there's a hockey button in my face. Uh, let's go back. <laughs> you probably said that a few times. Uh, let's go back a few years. And at the time, uh, Martha Sagowski used to work at WESH. Yes. And she left WESH to go to WFTV. So this is like the reverse, almost like WESH like getting one of their stars now to come to West. Trying so, to get away from each other, too. Yeah, and also with... I used to work at West, so I'll, I'll say this, and I would say this to anybody. I Compared to WFTV and Channel 13, I don't think West has a uh, anybody that really speaks the the Hispanic population of Central Florida. They just they just don't have anybody there. she's that. a trusted Hispanic. Exactly. She's bilingual. Her, her parents are... Cuban immigrants, uh-huh. I think, is the story. Yeah. And, uh, no, she's lovely. She's actually going to be working with, like, I guess West has a sister station, Estrella TV. Me? So she's I don't know. she's going to be helping them with that, too, and that's a Hispanic okay. uh, news group. They're probably owned by Hearst. They're all owned by Hearst, then. Yeah. And I do stuff with Hearst, mm-hmm. which I felt weird doing after you weren't with West ah, anymore. That's all right. But, but it's, a, it's a it's a good get for, for Channel 2, for West. She's great. Uh-huh. Charges were just laced. 
All right, we're just laid for that pot laced wedding fiasco. Oh, in, I think I was in Sanford. Right? I knew somebody at that wedding. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I won't name names, but I do know her, and I think she was the one that sort of. I wonder said, if she's the one that's suing. She might be, but like you know, I'd be mad about that too. I mean, it's one thing if you want to smoke pot or eat pot or whatever, uh-huh. but it's another thing if you don't want to and somebody feeds it to well, you. Well, let's give okay. Just in case you don't know okay. what we're talking about, there was a wedding in somewhere in Seminole. I think it was in Sanford. Uh huh. Um, and they. The caterer laced the food, and so the police, Seminole police, were called in for reports of people like having panic attacks or uh-huh. like calling an ambulance. But once again, if, if, you, if this is not something you ever do or don't want to do, and you start feeling like crazy, yeah. <laughs> you know, I could, I could see. And you can't like, control like, the doses, no, you know, when no. it's ingestible like that. And if you, if you ate a whole bunch, depending I'd on what it was, about, you, especially if you work somewhere like I do. Where you can't have that in oh, your yeah. system. Like that, I don't know, there's just so many things that are wrong with that. So the caterer and the bride, who apparently knew about it, uh, are getting sued. And one of their guests is spe- in particular is she filed a lawsuit, a lawsuit saying she suffered severe permanent injuries oh. uh, after being allowed to eat infused food. She's claiming that she's suffering from marijuana poisoning. And is seeking thirty thousand dollars in damages. Okay. I mean, I, uh, I mean, I guess a, a jury's going to have to decide that no, one. Yeah, they found THC in the lasagna and the bread. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. So All depending right. on how much I mean, lasagna I, this I lady get, ate. I get when you see those headlines and sort of you know you laugh at it. Oh, you know somebody's just having some pot, but like you know I'd be mad about no, it. No, it's also illegal and yeah. it's not cool to uh-huh. do. You can't. You shouldn't ever dose someone's food and not tell them there's weed. No, in it. no, that's not right. At least put up a cheeky little sign that says you know. Yeah, and then follow the rabbit uh-huh. if you want to eat this lasagna. Uh huh. Yeah, if you want to get out of the matrix, <laughs> eat the. Eat the dinner rolls <laughs> like you can't eat. It's not fair. Yeah. Uh, Hinkley's Fancy Meats is serving up a Viking dinner again. They did a Viking dinner package last year. And what what does a Viking dinner consist of, Brendan? This one is elk Swedish meatballs. Oh, I would eat that. Goose pate. I would eat that. Uh, beef roulade. I don't know what that is, but I would eat it. Uh, I think it's like. I know what beef is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Red cabbage and apples, roasted cellar vegetables, spice cake, and a whole quart of glog, which what? I guess is like a Viking meat or something. Ah, all right. Yeah. Sounds great. 135 bucks for a dinner package. Can I share that with somebody? Or I think with two people. Two people. All right. And it's going to sell out, and he does really good. So go look that up if you want. Okay. I like it. Cafe Linger. Closing next month over was, in College Park. I, I was pretty surprised about this, Brendan. So Cafe Linger opened, I don't know, five, five years ago, four years ago? Yeah, about that. Several years. Remember. used to be an NYPD pizza in College in Park. May, you know what? 2018. All right. So, Before. yeah. Four. All right. Three, four years, four years ago. used to be an NYPD pizza. And I remember when they first opened, my wife and I, I think we both agreed we didn't like the name. I just thought it was a weird name. Why? I don't know. It just didn't. I don't know. It's just kind of a. It's like hang out, but fancy. I guess. So, but I will not judge a, a place by its name. So we went there and I'm not, I'm not somebody that hangs out at coffee shops. I just, I don't have time for it. I'm not a student. I don't sit and study, but uh, they do have the best avocado toast I've ever had in they my did life. They good food, man. They like did. They had some amazing soups and. Uh, just different, more European dishes, and uh-huh. the, own, the co-owner, um, Christina Grabowski, Grabkowski, I believe she's from 
either Russia or the Ukraine. I okay. can't remember. Eastern European bloc country. She uh, she told us on Instagram before we even wrote about it. I had heard a rumor that maybe they were closing. I reached out to her because she was very nice to us when we wrote about them opening in 2018. And it turns out, Sean, she is on a visa and she doesn't believe in the COVID vaccination. All right. And because she doesn't want to get a vaccination, they won't let her renew her visa. This is what she says. Or, or That's what she said. Okay. And uh, so she's, she said because of that, she's being forced to close the restaurant because she doesn't believe in the COVID vaccine. And uh, and we wrote that. And people are I mean, you know, if, obviously if taking both sides. If that's your choice to do it, I mean, I guess you're standing up for what you believe in. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't do that personally. I mean, I would probably, I've already gotten the shot, so I have no I problem mean, with well, it. Did she get other vaccines? Probably, because like, there's like a million on that list. I Google, I sent you, you the list. In order to be here. Polio and, and all these other ones that you have to get just to be here. But yeah. I had some questions about this, and, and you probably don't know the answer. Like, if she's the co-owner... Couldn't the other owners stay? Yeah, or they married? Sell or it, or, or like, sell it? So that's why I was like, there's a missing piece here that's not being told. Like, uh -huh. either they couldn't afford rent or it's not doing well enough. But instead of just saying, you know, I I need to close because the business isn't great. Uh, but maybe it is. I, I don't who know. Who knows? And unless we see the books, who knows? And so it's it's just true. what she told us. So we just have to go with that. Exactly. So otherwise. Unless you hear something otherwise. But or? if you know the person who owns the building or if they want to get back to us, I'd love to hear about I it. I hope somebody turns that into something that is, maybe they'll continue kind of it's what's too there. It's good of a space. That kitchen yeah. is massive. It yeah. has parking. Uh, I, You know, the right business in there will do really really well and everybody's looking for second generation restaurants all right so we'll see how it does jake uh, sushi up the street closed closed yeah they closed a few weeks ago and and i didn't write about it and i feel bad you know so i'll, I'll say this and that's because the landlord did not want to renew his lease and he okay said that. i i liked i like jade i like the people that run jade we used to go to jade all the time chef uh was it lewis or lewis lynn yeah yeah and and so jade was called jade for a long time and then new people came in and, and they kept the name jade uh-huh and so i used to tell people like no jade's really good because i think for a long time it wasn't so great and then yeah that was kind of our our place to go and and i'd go there sometimes and there'd be people there but then sometimes we'd go and it just was never busy on like Friday nights and Saturday nights when it's supposed to be busy. Their ramen was and just... I love their ramen. Yeah, their ramen. I thought of, of the all the things they made there, their ramen, their ramen was great. Was Massive so good. restaurant and not, space. And not though. expensive either. The dining like, room was too big. The square footage, yeah. if you're not going to fill that every time, I can't imagine what the rent would be. I don't know. I, I hope, once again, I hope something goes no. there. It's the same as that Thai place in College Park that closed down that never put a sign on their building. No. Like, they closed down. So... I don't know. This whole idea, though, that nothing can survive in College Park, I, I don't agree with that. I don't. I just think some of these places aren't, we've talked about this before, like destination places. I mean, I, I hope Pizza Bruno does well because I think people will come there. I think, and, he, and people love it. It's, yeah. It's kid-friendly. It's busy. There's a name. There's some adult dishes there, too. Yeah. It's cute inside. I mean, Dubstred does well. Dubstred is busy all the time. Yeah. I mean, it might not be the greatest thing you've ever had, but you know what you're going to get when you go there. No, I agree. And you can take Grandma there, and she's going to be happy. I got to be careful what I say, too, because people will get all of And now that I live in College Park, I can't say anything about <laughs> And actually, speaking of College Park, that Starbucks project was delayed. Yeah. That was going to replace K Restaurant. Yeah, so K closed like four or five years ago. Yeah. Now, it's been a long time a since K's, time. K's been open. And, and it's it's sitting a little longer because they found out 
uh, the grounds contaminated from a pest control company that was there. And someone else said something interesting, like, well, K Restaurant had a big garden in the back. They yeah. They were feeding everybody And they from. might not have known. I mean, I'm, I don't know. They might not have known there was stuff in the soil. I wonder if you... I don't know if you... If you're just, like, turnkey going to use the building as is, I don't think you have to do an environmental survey. Probably not. But if you're going to do a demo or something, it's probably, probably trigger the survey. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, interesting. That's why you... I think they did raised beds, though. And if you have a raised bed for your veggies, you're generally okay. Uh-huh. Because you're not in the dirt dirt. Yeah, yeah. Because Starbucks is supposed to move over to K. There's a Starbucks by yeah. Publix. They're, They're going to do a drive-through there. Which, you know, I've seen, the, I've seen the comments that are on your stories about that. As much as I hate to say this, that Starbucks is busy all the time. All the time. All the time. And it's tiny. It is so tiny. Yeah. And that place could be a better used space for another restaurant. Our readers are very local focused. I know. So it's I hard get for it. them to get behind brands. But I'll tell you, my my readership isn't 100% of Orlando. I know. So, right? I just like places that do well. So if a Starbucks does well, that's fine. I'd rather there be people like coming in and, and out and hanging out. On the street. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I hope they figure out what's going on with that though, just because I hate to see nothing there at K. I mean, I'd rather be a Starbucks there than nothing. I think it's yeah. <laughs> you need a good anchor tenant. That's what they call it. Especially if uh-huh. you're just talking about a block. You know, you need activity to keep things safe for everybody. Yeah, but I'd also it. like somebody to turn that Starbucks that's there now into something kind of grab and go quick and cool. And we'll see if they yeah. do. How about that Balloon World on Mills Avenue? Yeah, yeah. So Balloon World, it's been there forever, 30 years, I think. It's, it's been a there. very niche business. <laughs> of just balloons. Just balloons. <laughs> <laughs> online events. Uh-huh. Not uh, always online. When they started. People would come in. It was just, oh. No! Goal. Yes. All right. He scored. If you didn't figure it out, everybody <laughs> listening, good job, Orlando Solar Bear. Tied it up. Tied it up. I didn't see who got it. Uh, the Fogget. The, the short oh, guy. Foggett yeah, did. short guy. I should With say that if he's listening. <laughs> he is short. He, he's, he's a short guy. That's he's okay. A, he's a little speedy Gonzalez. Uh-huh. They couldn't catch up with him. Good job. Good goal. Anyway. Um, yeah, Balloon, Balloon World. World. So they're going to turn into a bar? Yeah, and our old friend Manesh Patel. Oh, he's who, doing who it. Who bought uh, the Wallies and renovated that building for a bar and then sold it to somebody else. He's bought Balloon World. He's trying to make it. On the paperwork, it said speakeasy. Which he's everybody hated on your... Hated. Uh-huh. And then he said it's not necessarily a speakeasy. It's just there for the paperwork. Oh, that's okay. what they originally thinking. But he just wants like a cozy neighborhood spot. Oh, Balloon-themed bar. I, I would go to that. I Cl- don't know. Clown-themed balloon bar where all the bartenders have to dress up as <laughs> no. their favorite clown. You keep talking about clowns. I think it'd be hilarious. For five years, I've had to listen to you talk. Oh, are we getting another breakaway? Nope. nope. Oh, he tapped it right out of there. Um, whoa. God, they hit each other so hard, they and sure I just do. want them to make out after. <laughs> uh, the paperwork for the balloons, they call it's under the name Maloons. Maloons. Yeah, which, like, Maloon Saloon <laughs> would be pretty funny. I like that. A Mills 50 balloon-themed saloon. Do you think he's going to theme this bar to something no. or just No. Because he'll want to just make it nice and then find a new owner. I'm ass- He didn't say that. I'm just assuming. Uh, plans were just filed for a new outdoor market at Magic Mall. Oh, they got a new. So 
they Magic Mall is on Colonial. Uh-huh. They, and just, they just were in the news because they chased off uh, some robbers with all their guns. Oh, no, the that guy owners. shot and killed them. Wow. Oh, yeah, two got it. No, two people died. I think so. It was a while. It was a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, he was. Well, somebody was trying to rob a jewelry stand, and the guy shot the guy and shot killed him. him. But they, uh, <laughs> beyond that, they, they demoed some of that or, or converted some uh-huh. of that to an advanced auto parts uh-huh. store. And now they're doing a market out there. Outside, they're All looking right. for 50 outdoor vendors. Wow. Space for 50 people. Place is busy every, uh, on the weekends. They do well. Uh-huh. And, and have you ever been there? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there I, a few I times. I want to go back. Uh-huh. They, they have some really fun, like, interesting hoochie mama dresses they I do. can use for bingo. They do. Yeah. <laughs> they're big girls, and I'm a big, uh-huh. suspiciously big girl. You don't get much bigger <laughs> than me when I'm in a uh, Audubon Park just adopted the Holiday Lights bike ride that Bikes Beans in Bordeaux used to host, and they closed, and everybody was very upset because they didn't know what would happen to the Holiday Light Parade. It's coming back. Do not have to worry what about it. What day are they doing it? Uh, you know what? I didn't put it don't, in my notes. Don't have it. All right. It's on Bungalow. Or okay. Go see it on before, before Christmas, I yeah. assume. And then Cocktails and Screams downtown, the Halloween bar, is hosting a Magic Mike horror movie <laughs> themed male dance review okay so if you like guys wearing hockey masks and nothing else i thought they were wearing michael myers masks it's it's it'll be him and michael myers oh, all the and, all the care freddy krueger it'll, it'll be a whole spattering of them. all right uh december 20th is the next one i think it's going to be a semi-regular thing it's a good uh, idea. You can go see it. That's Sexy a good serial idea. killers I like, shaking their <laughs> weapons at you. It's <laughs> a good idea. It is. And that's it. We're out of time. All right. Well, we got to thank the Solar Bears for all what they've done tonight, putting us by the glass here. Right by the glass. I'm so excited. And uh, I'm going to spend the rest of the night watching these sexy But I also want to say real quick, Brendan, they got a lot of games coming up. So if, you're, if you've never been to a Solar Bears game, one of the on games to come to is December 16th. December 16th, you can hang out with us in Section 118 with Tom and Dan. Uh, that's also the night that we're going to be throwing teddy bears onto the ice. But if you can't make that game, they have, like, all kinds between now and the end of the year. Uh, I think there's some. There's one on the 16th. Uh-huh. I think there's one on the, the 28th, 22nd, okay. 28th, 29th. Just go to just go to Solar Bears. Like is it SolarBears.com? OrlandoSolarBears.com. OrlandoSolarBears.com. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>